And welcome back to the Sporting Lounge. As always, you have your great shows, me, myself, and I. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, typically, I'd be joined by my co-hosts, um, Austin and Travis. Uh, but today, a couple of them aren't feeling well and time zone differences. So you'll just get me and my ramblings, so you're welcome. I hope it goes well for you. If not, let me know. Tell me in the Discord. Tell me on the Facebook. Text me if you've got my number, obviously. Um, that way I know what to do on a solo podcast. It's very interesting for me to try to do this, but I can focus on exactly what I want to focus on without interruptions, um, which is AKA Kyle Pitt slander. Sorry, Olivia, the most consistent, awful tight end out there, period, point blank. We'll get into that a little bit later. I'm just going to be doing the football game recaps. That way it's not a super long episode. That way you guys aren't sitting here going, why is he droning out for 45 minutes about absolutely nothing? I promise won't do that to you. I'm also having the game up for the Chicago Bears against the Patriots right now, 20 to 14, just got out of the half. Uh, super excited. Justin Fields looking a little better, but mostly Bailey Zapp is actually playing and playing very well. Now, funny enough, I put money um, on the Bears. I did not bet the spread. I didn't trust the spread. I just bet the money line. It ended up, you know, winning me more than the spread. So I was like, I'll take it. Um, so I think I put $5 and it would win me 20 so I'm not going to be hurt if the Bears lost me $5. Big whoop, whatever, right? But for the fact that they could win me like 20 okay. I'll have a little faith in Justin Fields. I like what he's been doing. It is a tough Patriots defense. It's not a great game. It's very, um, well, I, I can't even say it's low scoring because it's 20 to 14. So, I mean, it is already at 30 points. Um, I think the over-under was 40. Um, so they're already almost at that at the start of the third. But it's it's a wet field. It's a wet ball makes it a lot tougher fields athleticism right there. He got the first on a third and six after dropping the ball on the backfield. Absolutely amazing. Love the kids athleticism. Wish they could get better receivers around him. Darnell Mooney's not the answer. I get him being hyped. What was it out of Memphis? Um, but he's not the guy. Allen Robinson wasn't the guy last year. He's not the guy for the Rams. Okay. So I'm just going to put that out there. Now we're going to talk about just some of these games. Let's start with Miami versus Pittsburgh. Um, intrigued and happy to see Miami come out and win with Tua. Um, loving the fact that he looked pretty decent, pretty healthy. They kept him upright a little bit more, uh, made some athletic plays. Uh, Raheem Mostert's taking over that backfield, 16 for 79 with four catches for 30 and then touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill is the ball hawk or the ball hog uh, in terms of target share when it comes to uh, Tua being the quarterback because he had 13 targets. Granted, he only brought in seven for 72 yards. Um, Wish he would have gotten a touchdown. He didn't. That's fine. He's still averaging like 100 yards a game. It's absolutely amazing. And then, of course, Jalen Waddle, four catches, 88 yards. You're not unhappy with that. You're pretty pretty satisfied for being a, a 1B or a second fiddle, if you will. On the other side, uh, Kenny Pickett threw the ball 44 times. They really used his arm. Here's the problem. Miami's defense is good. He had 257 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. He did have three carries for 20 yards. Najee Harris looking like Najee Harris this year. Where did Najee Harris from last year go? Because I'm telling you right now, that kid was special. This kid is average. Average for NFL. Don't get me wrong. By no means is he an average athlete. No. But right now, i take David Montgomery before i take Najee Harris. You know what the round difference was on that? First, third, at best. Okay? Najee was going in the first pretty much no matter what, depending on your league setup. I mean, if you had an eight-man league thing, you, you might not have. But the other one was David Montgomery was way later in the draft. So not looking hot. 
Um, I'm, I'm going to come out and say this. I wasn't a huge fan of Pickens because I loved Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, but you can tell Pittsburgh is not using Claypool uh, nearly the way they did last year. He was Mapletron, right? Blah, blah, blah. Um, he had five catches, 41 yards. Not awful, not great. He was somewhere in between. Um, but Deontay Johnson, five catches, 42 yards. Not awful, not great. But George Pickens, they go to him in intense moments. Third down, red zone. That touchdown catch, absolutely beautiful. Six catches, caught all of his pass, or all of his targets, 61 yards and a target. So, or in a touchdown, obviously, at six targets. So, awesome by him. We're going to go to the shellacking of Kansas City versus the 49ers, 44 to 23. Um, Garoppolo. You were pleasantly surprised. 303 yards, two touchdowns, did have an interception and a fumble lost. Those hurt, but he still was pretty good, especially when going against a team like the Chiefs. Now, granted, they're not like super amazing on defense, but they're not bad either. They're actually pretty decent. Um, let's go with Christian McCaffrey, his debut for them. Eight carries, 38 yards. That doesn't show the true like impact that he had. He did have two catches for 24. Those first two runs that he had, they both went for like 10 yards. He looked incredible. He's going to be amazing in this offense. Um, although I'd still keep an eye on Jeff Wilson, seven for 54. He still looks absolutely explosive. Um, when it comes to the receivers here, you want to be able to just start Debo Samuel and really flex Ayuk. But Ray Ray McLeod um, was the one who caught the touchdown, four for four for 65 and a touchdown. Ayuk, seven out of 11 for 82 yards. And then Debo Samuel, five catches, seven targets, 42 yards. And, of course, Kittle, come back to live game on National Tight End Day, which was beautiful. Six catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown. And if you're in my league where if you get 100 yards, you get the bonus for an extra five points, you're a little upset because I could really use those five points right now. I probably wouldn't have won, but at least I would have been a little bit closer. So that sucks. Now, funny enough, the only difference between Kittle's stat line and Kelsey's was the fact that Kittle caught a touchdown. So Travis Kelsey, six for 98, um, and Sky Moore fumbled the ball, not looking great. Uh, basically, all the receivers were startable in this one. Is that going to be what happens in the future? No. I think keep an eye on MVS, three for 111. Miko um, Hardman, I'm going to put him right back to the boomer bust category. He had two rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. That's the only reason he, he was hot was because he had three touchdowns. Two carries, 28 yards, two touchdowns. That's not going to happen often. Four catches, 32 yards, and a touchdown. Juju, this is the one I'd like. Seven catches, 124 yards, a touchdown. Now, when it comes to running their ball, Jarek McKinnon's not really important in any way, shape, or form. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, his uses had come down. He had six carries compared to um, Pachinko's, who had eight. Uh, Clyde had the touchdown, though. So 32 yards and a touchdown for Clyde. Pachinko only eight carries for 43 yards. Look for him to be more involved in the future. Mahomes, 422 yards, three touchdowns, an interception, and a fumble. Of course, he dotted up this defense. Like, what do we expect? The kid is special. The kid is special. Also, Bears just uh, kicked a field goal, 23 to 14. We'll see what they come out and do. I need Jacoby Myers to come out and get a total of 24 points in our league scoring. He's at 10 right now, so... Hopefully he can get another 12. Um, I want 24 to be safe, but 12 is what it would take to win. Um, so there we go. Now let's go to somehow the Seahawks being division leaders. Four and three, 
um, against the Chargers, who are also four and three. 37 to 23, Seattle Seahawks come out on top. Geno Smith, only seven incompletions. Let me say that again. Seven incompletions. That's amazing. He had 210 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and a fumble. A lot of QB fumbles this week. We're going to skip the most important person, go to DJ Dallas. Six carries to, for 35 yards. Marquise Goodwin, uh, four catches, 67 yards, two touchdowns. Don't expect that often. Obviously, it's going to be Lockett um, and DK Metcalf. But DK Metcalf got hurt, and he's going to be out for a while. So if Lockett's somehow out there, you can get Lockett for cheap. Buy up now. Buy. Bye, 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 bye. Okay. Um, especially if you're in a playoff push, especially if you're playing dynasty and you need to win this year, like me, I might go throw out a trade or two for him. Uh, Tyler Lockett had the eight targets, seven catches, 45 yards. Um, pretty good. Will Disley four for 45. You're not upset with that for when it comes to, to a tight end, honestly. Now the most important thing, I know you guys are waiting to hear this. Kenneth Walker, 23 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Kid looks amazing. Kid's going to fight for Offensive Player of the Year. Kid is going to be the the workhorse no matter whenever Penny comes back, period. Now, flip it over to the other side. Justin Herbert, 293, two touchdowns, one interception, uh, a catch for negative eight yards, and a fumble lost. So not fantastic, not horrible. If he had seven more yards, he would have got the bonus um, and would have been much happier with his performance. Austin Eckler. Nine carries, 31 yards, touchdown. Now, this is where Eckler does all of his damage. 12 catches on 12 targets for 91 or 96 yards and a touchdown. Also had a fumble. None of the backups there are important. Isaiah Spiller, important thing to note, gets to actually play and gets one carry for minus five yards, so that sucked. Mike Williams, uh, the clear number one, even with Keenan Allen back. Um, So nine targets, seven catches, 86 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Gerald Everett still, even with Keenan Allen back, um, Gerald Everett, five catches, 63 yards. You're pretty happy. With any tight end in a PPR format that can get you 10 or more points almost weekly, you're happy with that because tight end is one of those positions that you either stream it or you have one of the people you can just plug and play or you struggle. You know what I mean? Um, no one likes to hit the waiver wire every week to find a new tight end to just play matchups. But it's honestly what you need to do if you don't have one of the top guys. I've been sucking ass with Kittle. I've been just waiting for him to come out and do something. I'm hoping this was his game to do that because uh, now we'll have you know, a little bit of time to evaluate um, if he's going to be more involved in the offense. If he's going to play like Kittle standards, awesome. You never have to worry again. But if he plays like he's back to the beginning of the year, not so excited for it. Now let's go Raiders 38, Houston 20, Raiders shellacked them. Uh, Derek Carr, it wasn't even really Derek Carr who did it. Um, 241 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble. Josh Jacobs, 143 yards, three touchdowns. That's what did it in. Zamir White, one carry, two yards. Devonta Adams, eight catches, 95 yards. Mac Hollins got the touchdown. Again, don't know why, but he's doing it. Um, on the Houston side, Davis Mills. You haven't been like upset with Davis Mills this year. If you're in like a super flex, like you knew what you were getting. You were never going to be like, oh, he's going to come out here and throw for 5,000 yards. Like you weren't, no one was that guy. And if you were, you're stupid. But he had 303, two touchdowns, interception, which is a nice stat line. Damian Pierce, another rookie trying to fight for that offensive rookie of the year. 
20 carries, 92 yards, four catches, 25 yards. Did not get in the end zone this week. Uh, Philip Dorsett was the one who got a touchdown. Two catches, 45 yards, touchdown. Um, another touchdown went to Chris Moore. Um, two catches, 20 yards, touchdown. Brandon Cook should have had one, uh, but he had four for 46. So that's a different story. Jets, Denver. Uh, really sad news. Brees Hall out for the year. Uh, he's done. So if you had him and you're in Dynasty, throw him on the IR. Don't sell him. Uh, unless you're in, again, a contending spot and you know you basically have to win this year, you sell him for a player that you can use this year. But if you're not, if you're like, yeah, I can make the playoffs, possibly have a chance to win, but I'm not like my team's so old that if I don't get it this year, I'm screwed. Keep Reese Hall. He's a staple. He's for the future on purpose. Um, my team is a little older, um, but they're all very good. So like it's for me, it's win this year, go right into rebuild. Besides my quarterback, Josh Allen, and a couple other players, I'm basically going to sell my whole team at the end of the year after I win my third chip. Granted, I'm going to technically be in second place unless Jacoby Myers can somehow get another 12 points. Um, if that happens, I'll stay in first, which will be beautiful. Um, let's go ahead to, uh, the not led or the Russ led Denver Broncos. How am I supposed to say the Denver Broncos not led by Russ? Goodness. I don't know why that was so hard for my brain to process. Um, 225 yards in interception and a fumble for ripen, uh, Latavius Murray and Melvin Gordon split the work very clearly. Melvin Gordon, 11 carries 33 yards two catch of 17 Latavius Murray, eight for 24 and one touchdown. Um, I was actually relying on Melvin Gordon a little bit this week because I knew Russ was out. So I was like, oh, they're definitely going to run this ball a little more, especially against the Jets. They're just going to force feed. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Um, so it's one of those things. You uh, you bite the bullet and keep going. Now, even without Russ, Jared Judy, seven for 96 yards. Cortland Sutton, three for 23. You're not happy with that. Jared Judy's slowly looking better. Greg Dolch. Um, six for 51 as a tight end. Really nice. Um, let's go over to the Jets side. Zach Wilson's one of my quarterbacks that I have sitting on my bench. Um, I'm sorry. I actually started PJ Walker over Zach Wilson. Uh, and you know, what? I'm happy I did. I'm glad I made that, that call. No, everyone probably would have looked at me crazy and said, how and why are you playing PJ Walker against the Buccaneers, the Bucks defense rather than Zach Wilson against Denver? Well, Let me put it this way. P.J. Walker, super athletic, super fast. That that defense is one of the the ones that is also super fast. I mean, you got Devin White, just ridiculous speed on that inside linebacker. Um, or did they move him to outside? I'm not too sure. But um, I trusted P.J. Walker. I knew they were he's out there to prove something because, I, I mean, XFL, he's bounced around. Or was it the AFL? I'm not even sure. The, the dude has bounced around. Came out of Temple. Great guy. He can play football. He's going to beat out whoever their backup is. He's going to beat out um, both Baker and Sam Darnold. He's going to beat out Jacob Eason. He's going to beat out anyone that they put up against him. Matt Corral, I think, is who they drafted. Doesn't matter. He's going to win. So uh, back to the Zach Wilson. I didn't trust Zach Wilson. He had 121 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions, four carries for 24. Uh, so it's good to see that his athleticism sit him back. Um, Brees Hall, 
four carries, 72 yards and a touchdown. And then the devastating injury, very upset to see such a young talent suffer a bad injury like that, but he's out for the season. Michael Carter had 13 for 29 um, and two catches for 45, but be aware they just traded for James Robinson. He has 340 yards and they traded a sixth round pick for James Robinson. If James Robinson gets to 600 rushing yards, it turns to a fifth. So you're talking about 240 yards. So he could do it. Um, So I'd actually expect James Robinson to start taking over the top role. Um, Now for the wide receivers, Garrett Wilson, four for 24. Otherwise stay away from him because I've never really cared for the rest of them. Um, Corey Davis did take a little bit of an injury. He's day to day. So see if he's out. Um, And then we'll go from there. And welcome back to the Sporting Lounge. As always, you have your great shows, me, myself, and I. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Typically, I'd be joined by my co-hosts, Austin and Travis. uh, But today, a couple of them aren't feeling well and time zone differences. So you'll just get me and my ramblings, so you're welcome. I hope it goes well for you. If not, let me know. Tell me in the Discord. Tell me on the Facebook. Text me if you've got my number, obviously. That way I know what to do on a solo podcast. It's very interesting for me to try to do this, but I can focus on exactly what I want to focus on without interruptions, um, which is AKA Kyle Pitts slander. Sorry, Olivia, the most consistent, awful tight end out there, period, point blank. We'll get into that a little bit later. I'm just going to be doing the football game recaps. That way it's not a super long episode. That way you guys aren't sitting here going, why is he droning out for 45 minutes about absolutely nothing? I promise won't do that to you. I'm also having the game up for the Chicago Bears against the Patriots right now, 20 to 14, just got out of the half. Uh, Super excited. Justin Fields looking a little better, but mostly Bailey Zapp is actually playing and playing very well. Now, funny enough, I put money um, on the Bears. I did not bet the spread. I didn't trust the spread. I just bet the money line. It ended up, you know, winning me more than the spread. So I was like, I'll take it. Um, So I think I put $5 and it would win me 20. So I'm not going to be hurt if the Bears lost me $5. Big whoop, whatever, right? But for the fact that they could win me like 20, (laughs) okay. I'll have a little faith in Justin Fields. I like what he's been doing. It is a tough Patriots defense. It's not a great game. It's very, um, well, I I can't even say it's low scoring because it's 20 to 14. So, I mean, it is already at 30 points. Um, I think the over-under was 40. Um, So they're already almost at that at the start of the third. But it's, it's a wet field. It's a wet ball. Makes it a lot tougher. Fields athleticism right there. He got the first on a third and six after dropping the ball on the backfield. Absolutely amazing. Love the kids' athleticism. Wish they could get better receivers around him. Darnell Mooney's not the answer. I get him being hyped. What was it? Out of Memphis? Um, but he's not the guy. Allen Robinson wasn't the guy last year. He's not the guy for the Rams. Okay, so I'm just going to put that out there. Now, we're going to talk about just some of these games. Let's start with Miami versus Pittsburgh. Um, intrigued and happy to see Miami come out and win with Tua. Um, loving the fact that he looked pretty decent, pretty healthy. They kept him upright a little bit more, uh, made some athletic plays. Uh, Raheem Mostert's taking over that backfield, 16 for 79 with four catches for 30 and then touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill is the ball hawk or the ball hog uh, in terms of target share when it comes to uh, Tua being the quarterback because he had 13 targets. Granted, he only brought in seven for 72 yards. Um, Wish he would have gotten a touchdown. He didn't. That's fine. He's still averaging like 100 yards a game. It's absolutely amazing. And then, of course, Jalen Waddle, four catches, 88 yards. You're not unhappy with that. You're pretty 
pretty satisfied for being a, a 1B or a second fiddle, if you will. On the other side, uh, Kenny Pickett threw the ball 44 times. They really used his arm. Here's the problem. Miami's defense is good. He had 257 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. He did have three carries for 20 yards. Najee Harris looking like Najee Harris this year. Where did Najee Harris from last year go? Because I'm telling you right now, that kid was special. This kid is average. Average for NFL. Don't get me wrong. By no means is he an average athlete. No, but right now i take David Montgomery before i take Najee Harris. You know what the round difference was on that? First, third, at best, okay? Najee was going in the first pretty much no matter what, depending on your league setup. I mean, if you had an eight-man league thing, you, you might not have. But the other one was David Montgomery was way later in the draft. So not looking hot. Um, I'm going to come out and say this. I wasn't a huge fan of Pickens because I loved Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, but you can tell Pittsburgh is not using Claypool uh, nearly the way they did last year. He was Mapletron, right? Blah, blah, blah. Um, He had five catches, 41 yards. Not awful, not great. He was somewhere in between. Um, But Deontay Johnson, five catches, 42 yards. Not awful, not great. But George Pickens, they go to him in intense moments, third down, red zone. That touchdown catch, absolutely beautiful. Six catches, caught all of his pass, or all of his targets, 61 yards and a target. So, or in a touchdown, obviously, he had six targets. So, awesome by him. We're going to go to the shellacking of Kansas City versus the 49ers, 44 to 23. Um, Garoppolo, you were pleasantly surprised. 303 yards, two touchdowns. Did have an interception and a fumble lost. Those hurt, but he still was pretty good, especially when going against a team like the Chiefs. Now, granted, they're not like super amazing on defense, but they're not bad either. They're actually pretty decent. Um, let's go with Christian McCaffrey, his debut for them. Eight carries, 38 yards. That doesn't show the true like impact that he had. He did have two catches for 24. Those first two runs that he had, they both went for like 10 yards. He looked incredible. He's going to be amazing in this offense. Um, although I'd still keep an eye on Jeff Wilson, seven for 54. He still looks absolutely explosive. Um, when it comes to the receivers here, you want to be able to just start Debo Samuel and really flex Ayuk. But Ray Ray McLeod um, was the one who caught the touchdown, four for four for 65 and a touchdown. Ayuk, seven out of 11 for 82 yards. And then Debo Samuel, five catches, seven targets, 42 yards. And, of course, Kittle, come back to live game on National Tight End Day, which was beautiful. Six catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown. And if you're in my league where if you get 100 yards, you get the bonus for an extra five points, you're a little upset because I could really use those five points right now. I probably wouldn't have won, but at least I would have been a little bit closer. So that sucks. Now, funny enough, the only difference between Kittle's stat line and Kelsey's was the fact that Kittle caught a touchdown. So Travis Kelsey, six for 98, um, and Sky Moore fumbled the ball, not looking great. Uh, Basically, all the receivers were startable in this one. Is that going to be what happens in the future? No. I think keep an eye on MVS, three for 111. Um, Miko Hardman, I'm going to put him right back to the boomer bust category. He had two rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. That's the only reason he he was hot was because he had three touchdowns. Two carries, 28 yards, two touchdowns. That's not going to happen often. Four catches, 32 yards, and a touchdown. Juju, this is the one I'd like. Seven catches, 124 yards, a touchdown. Now, when it comes to running their ball, Jarek McKinnon's not really 
important in any way, shape, or form. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, his uses had come down. He had six carries compared to um, Pachinko's, who had eight. Uh, Clyde had the touchdown, though. So 32 yards and a touchdown for Clyde. Pachinko only eight carries for 43 yards. Look for him to be more involved in the future. Mahomes, 422 yards, three touchdowns, an interception, and a fumble. Of course, he dotted up this defense. Like, what do we expect? The kid is special. The kid is special. Also, Bears just uh, kicked a field goal, 23-14. to We'll see what they come out and do. I need Jacoby Myers to come out and get a total of 24 points in our league scoring. He's at 10 right now, so hopefully he can get another 12. Um, I want 24 to be safe, but 12 is what it would take to win. Um, so there we go. Now let's go to somehow the Seahawks being division leaders, four and three um, against the Chargers, who are also four and three. 37 to 23, Seattle Seahawks come out on top. Geno Smith, only seven incompletions. Let me say that again. Seven incompletions. That's amazing. He had 210 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and a fumble. A lot of QB fumbles this week. We're going to skip the most important person, go to DJ Dallas. Six carries to, for 35 yards. Marquise Goodwin, uh, four catches, 67 yards, two touchdowns. Don't expect that often. Obviously, it's going to be Lockett. Um, and DK Metcalf, but DK Metcalf got hurt and he's going to be out for a while. So if Lockett's somehow out there, you can get Lockett for cheap. Buy up now. Buy, 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 buy. Okay. Um, especially if you're in a playoff push, especially if you're playing dynasty and you need to win this year, like me, I might go throw out a trade or two for him. Uh, Tyler Lockett had the eight targets, seven catches, 45 yards. Um, pretty good. Will Disley four for 45. You're not upset with that for when it comes to to a tight end, honestly. Now, the most important thing, I know you guys are waiting to hear this. Kenneth Walker, 23 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Kid looks amazing. Kid's going to fight for Offensive Player of the Year. Kid is going to be the, the workhorse no matter whenever Penny comes back, period. Now, flip it over to the other side. Justin Herbert, 293, two touchdowns, one interception, uh, a catch for negative eight yards, and a fumble lost. So not fantastic, not horrible. If he had seven more yards, he would have got the bonus um, and would have been much happier with his performance. Austin Eckler, nine carries, 31 yards, touchdown. Now this is where Eckler does all of his damage. 12 catches on 12 targets for 91 or 96 yards and a touchdown. Also had a fumble. None of the backups there are important. Isaiah Spiller, important thing to note, gets to actually play and gets one carry for minus five yards, so that sucked. Mike Williams, uh, the clear number one, even with Keenan Allen back. Um, so nine targets, seven catches, 86 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Gerald Everett still, even with Keenan Allen back, um, Gerald Everett, five catches, 63 yards. You're pretty happy. With any tight end in a PPR format that can get you 10 or more points almost weekly, you're happy with that because tight end is one of those positions that's you either stream it or you have one of the people you can just plug and play, or you struggle. You know what I mean? Um, no one likes to hit the waiver wire every week to find a new tight end to just play matchups. But it's honestly what you need to do if you don't have one of the top guys. I've been sucking ass with Kittle. I've been just waiting for him to come out and do something. I'm hoping this was his game to do that because uh, now we'll have you know, a little bit of time to evaluate. Um, if he's going to be more involved in the offense, if he's going to play like Kittle standards, awesome. You never have to worry again. But if he plays like he's back to the beginning of the year, not so excited for it. Now let's go Raiders 38, 
Houston 20. Raiders shellacked them. Uh, Derek Carr, it wasn't even really Derek Carr who did it. Um, 241 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble. Josh Jacobs, 143 yards, three touchdowns. That's what did it in. Zamir White, one carry, two yards. Devontae Adams, eight catches, 95 yards. Mac Hollins got the touchdown again. Don't know why, but he's doing it. Um, on the Houston side, Davis Mills. You haven't been like upset with Davis Mills this year. If you're in like a super flex, like you knew what you were getting. You were never going to be like, oh, he's going to come out here and throw for 5,000 yards. Like you weren't, no one was that guy. And if you were, you're stupid. But he had 303, two touchdowns, interception, which is a nice stat line. Damian Pierce, another rookie trying to fight for that offensive rookie of the year. 20 carries, 92 yards, four catches, 25 yards. Did not get in the end zone this week. Uh, Philip Dorsett was the one who got a touchdown. Two catches, 45 yards, touchdown. Um, another touchdown went to Chris Moore. Um, two catches, 20 yards, touchdown. Brandon Cook should have had one, uh, but he had four for 46, so that's a different story. Jets, Denver, uh, really sad news. Brees Hall out for the year. Uh, he's done, so if you had him and you're in Dynasty, throw him on the IR. Don't sell him uh, unless you're in, again, a contending spot and you know you basically have to win this year you sell him for a player that you can use this year. But if you're not, if you're like, yeah, I can make the playoffs, possibly have a chance to win, but I'm not like my team's so old that if I don't get it this year, I'm screwed. Keep Reese Hall. He's a staple. He's for the future on purpose. Um, my team is a little older, um, but they're all very good. So like it's for me, it's win this year, go right into rebuild. Besides my quarterback, Josh Allen, and a couple other players. I'm basically going to sell my whole team at the end of the year after I win my third chip. Granted, I'm going to technically be in second place unless Jacoby Myers can somehow get another 12 points. Um, if that happens, I'll stay in first, which will be beautiful. Um, let's go ahead to uh, the not led or the Russ led Denver Broncos. How am I supposed to? Say? The Denver Broncos not led by Russ. Goodness, I don't know why that was so hard for my brain to process. Um, 225 yards, an interception, and a fumble for Ripon. Uh, Latavius Murray and Melvin Gordon split the work very clearly. Melvin Gordon, 11 carries, 33 yards, two catches, 17. Latavius Murray, 8 for 24 and one touchdown. Um, I was actually relying on Melvin Gordon a little bit this week because I knew Russ was out. So I was like, oh, they're definitely going to run this ball a little more, especially against the Jets. They're just going to force feed. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Um, so it's one of those things. You uh, you bite the bullet and keep going. Now, even without Russ, Jerry Judy, 7 for 96 yards. Cortland Sutton, 3 for 23. You're not happy with that. Jerry Judy's slowly looking better. Greg Dolch. Um, six for 51 as a tight end. Really nice. Um, let's go over to the Jets side. Zach Wilson's one of my quarterbacks that I have sitting on my bench. Um, I'm sorry. I actually started PJ Walker over Zach Wilson. Uh, and you know, what? I'm happy I did. I'm glad I made that, that call. No, everyone probably would have looked at me crazy and said, how and why are you playing PJ Walker against the Buccaneers, the Bucks defense rather than Zach Wilson against Denver? Well, Let me put it this way. P.J. Walker, super athletic, super fast. That that defense is one of the the ones that is also super fast. I mean, you got Devin White, just ridiculous speed on that inside linebacker. Um, or did they move him to outside? I'm not too sure. But 
Um, I trusted PJ Walker. I knew they were, he's out there to prove something because I, I mean, XFL has bounced around or was it the AFL? I'm not even sure the, the dude has bounced around, came out of temple. Great guy. He can play football. He's going to beat out whoever their backup is. He's going to beat out, um, both Baker and Sam Darnold. He's going to beat out Jacob Eason. He's going to beat out anyone that they put up against him. Matt Corral, I think, is who they drafted. Doesn't matter. He's going to win. So uh, back to the Zach Wilson. I didn't trust Zach Wilson. He had 121 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, four carries for 24. Uh, so it's good to see that his athleticism sit him back. Um, Brees Hall. Four carries, 72 yards, and a touchdown, and then the devastating injury. Very upset to see such a young talent suffer a bad injury like that, but he's out for the season. Michael Carter had 13 for 29 um, and two catches for 45. But be aware, they just traded for James Robinson. He has 340 yards, and they traded a sixth-round pick for James Robinson. If James Robinson gets to 600 rushing yards, it turns to a fifth. So you're talking about 240 yards. So he could do it. Um, so I'd actually expect James Robinson to start taking over the top role. Um, now for the wide receivers, Garrett Wilson, four for 24. Otherwise, stay away from him because I've never really cared for the rest of them. Um, Corey Davis did take a little bit of an injury. He's day-to-day, so see if he's out. Um, and then we'll go from there. 